Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Hello and welcome to the Bloomberg Business of Sports podcast, where we explore some of the big money issues in the world of sports. I'm Michael Barr. Oh, 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 look who's here. That was my that was my welcome back, Carter. Uh, Dan Schwartzman. Hello, man. Welcome to the Bloomberg Business of Sports guest host. It is great to be here and to be with the legendary voice of Michael Barr. He must be talking about Damian Sasso. Him as well. Yeah, yeah. what about me? <laughs> <laughs> you don't sound like Barry White, Damian. A legend in my own mind. <laughs> we we have a lot to talk about today. Uh and and, and it is a serious topic. We're talking about uh, former players, ex-NFL running back. He's trying to get support in his disability benefits in the appeal. And with us to talk about that in a great article about it is Jacqueline Willie, our own Bloomberg business of sports, Jacqueline Willie. Thank you so much for joining us, Jackie, right here on the Bloomberg Business of Sports. Sure, thanks for having me. Uh, well, let's start first of all, and we were all talking about this, Dan, we were all talking about this before we went on the air. Being a pro football player, especially, is tremendously hard, and the amount of punishment your body takes is out of control. Absolutely. This is um, this case that we're talking about today was from um, a former running back. He played seven seasons in the early 2000s. He says he sustained a lot of concussions, head trauma, and now he's suffering from memory and cognitive issues. Um, and he's been trying to get benefits. He's been getting a lower level for a while since about 2009. And, and now his case is up at the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals. Jacqueline, you know, it's it's a sad situation when you read about stories like this with these young men who obviously are in, in the mind of fans gladiators, uh, the way that we view football players. But, you know, to a point, while the NFL, I think, handles this incorrectly at all times, and they seem to be di- just disingenu- disingenuous when it comes to player safety, the fact, though, is... Isn't the league to a point protecting itself? Because when you talk about rosters of 50-plus guys, you know, 32 teams are probably going to expand at some point. Most of these guys would have claims of disability when their their careers end because they are taking brutal hits. That said, for the NFL, if they kind of give an inch, isn't the worry that regardless of the revenue they bring in, and it's a fortune every single year, if you got 50-plus guys on a team retiring over time, and then asking for disability benefits, it's going to drain the money quickly. Is that kind of the NFL's position, you believe? Yeah. You know, um, I talked to one of their spokespeople a while back um, about a, a new case that was filed. And I think they said they pay about $330 million per year to players and their families for these types of benefits. And, you know, if we see more and more cases that go the way this case has gone so far, which is a big victory for the player, um, yeah, that, that could get a lot higher in the future. Well, Jacqueline, that takes me exactly to where I want to go. I mean, $330 million annually to players and their families. I didn't realize the number was that high. How long has that been going on? And how long is it expected to continue going on? I mean, this is billions and billions of dollars the NFL is paying out. Now, don't get me wrong. They should be paying it out. I believe it. But, you know, just how high do you think it can go? And and, and how long has that been going on exactly? Yeah, I mean, I think that there's a there's a new case coming up that could really give us a lot of answers to those questions. Um, the highest level of 
disability benefits right now, um, they call there are a lot of different levels. Um, the highest one, I believe, is about two hundred and sixty five thousand dollars per year. And that's what this player, uh, Michael Cloud, was awarded in the lower court. And he's you know defending that on appeal. Um, but a couple weeks ago, there was a class action filed by 10 players um, and they could represent many, many more. And they're saying that the league is using this systematic process to deny benefits. And so if that case has some success, it could go a lot higher in the future, particularly if, you know, the players are receiving $265,000 each year for each affected player. I want to talk about advocacy for fairness in sports. They, they came uh, and argued before the court, kind of like a, a friend of the court, uh, in right. their brief, can you can you take us more about advocacy for fairness in sports? Yeah, um, you know they they did something really interesting here. They teamed up with a law professor. Um, the brief was filed by this group, um, which represents the interests of retired and injured athletes, and then they teamed up with a law professor that focuses on employee benefits law. Um, so they were able. The brief was really um, thorough. It was able to make some policy arguments in favor of the athletes, while also bringing the legal perspective of this law professor. Um, talking about how they believe the NFL committees have fulfill, or have failed to fulfill their duties under the federal law that governs employee benefits. So it was it was an interesting approach, and you know I thought they made some compelling arguments. Jacqueline, what's interesting reading your article is, and as Michael mentioned, there's advocacy groups getting involved as well. Where the heck is the Players Association in this? Because I didn't really see them mentioned. No one accuses them of ever having a backbone. They're one of the worst sports unions around. But have they spoken out here? Are they in favor? I mean, have they backed Michael Cloud? Where do they stand? Yeah, I have not heard much from them either. Um, I have seen other lawsuits in the past that have named the Players Association. Um, those haven't really gone anywhere in terms of judgments against it. Um, yeah, but the, the Players Association does not appear to be involved in, in this appeal right now. So that's a good question. I'd like to know myself. Well, Jacqueline, you know, I think we have to take a step back. And for our audience, let's be clear, you know, what what what's, what these new 10 players are accusing the NFL of doing is systematically delaying benefits. Now, you know, any of us who have gone and had any sort of surgery, any sort of anything, uh, we know how difficult it is for insurers to basically actually pay out those benefits. You know, my question for you is, talk to us about these other players. I mean, Michael Cloud, look, he is a player. I remember Michael Cloud. He went to BC. He played for the Chiefs, the Pats, the Giants. You know, talk to us about these other 10 players who are accusing the NFL. Do we have their names? I mean, what's at stake for them? Yeah, um, let me look. I think there are about 10 of them. Um, Michael or Mike McKenzie, I believe, is one of them. Willis McGee. Um, mm. There were a few other names that I knew. Um, and, and that case is really recent. It was just filed a couple of weeks ago. So we don't um, even have like a court filing in response from the league. So um, that that's the one to really keep an eye on. And that, that was filed in Maryland a couple of weeks ago. I'm sure not only the NFL, but many other big-name leagues are also keeping their eye out on this. I'm sure MLB, the NBA, the NHL. Now, you talk about some guys that take a punishment. Even when the report comes out that they're injured, an upper body injury, I mean, okay, well, what the hell is that? And, you know, and, it, goes, and it comes out like that, and then you find out – that they have been dealing with concussions for many, many years. Do you get the sense that uh, the other big leagues are looking at these cases as well? You know, I I don't really have that sense. Um, there certainly are not nearly as many lawsuits filed um, involving other leagues. Like the NFL is the one you really see a lot of litigation over. Um, so in, in terms of seeing things play out through the courts, I, I don't think that that's something that's 
short on the horizon. But depending on how this new case goes, this big class action, that could change in the future. Jacqueline, this kind of seems like the tip of the iceberg. You know, the NFL benefits package is very poor compared to other leagues. Players, I believe, that have vested uh, their benefits get five years of health care after they retire. There's kind of a pool of money for each family of, I believe, what, three or five hundred thousand dollars that they can exhaust money from. That said, though, is the tip of the iceberg maybe starting to from these cases like Mike Cloud in the class action with the 10 other football players? Is this potentially something from what you understand that could blow up in the face of the NFL to where their entire benefits package has to be reassessed, which obviously would cost them a fortune? Yeah, I mean, the the amount of money that could be at stake here really is pretty alarming when you look at what these highest levels of benefits are. And, you know, the judge in, in Michael Cloud's case, she he, he was receiving a lower level of benefits and she awarded him um, the full highest level attorney's fees. He's over a million dollars in attorney's fees, interest, retroactive payments, payments going forward. So his financial award is, is really substantial at this point in the case. It's, you know, there's still an appeal. But if something like that happens to more and more players, um, then absolutely they're just going to have to look at the balance sheet and see what makes sense going forward. Jacqueline, my last question for you really is, I mean, do you believe, given, you know, your knowledge of this case and, and the NFL and its its handling of, you know, concussion protocol, are they doing enough? I mean, we know what happened just this past season. We know, you know, to a Tagliavela. I mean, we know everything that's gone on. And, and, and certainly, you know, the game has changed in response to it. You know, but do you believe the NFL is doing enough? You know, reading these, these cases, um, it really makes it hard to think that they are. Um, some of the things the judge talks about, um, you know, they they had over 500 pages of medical evidence in Mike Cloud's case, and they they didn't review it. Um, they used a report by a paralegal um, to make their decision. They adopted the reasoning of their advisors. It seems, according to her opinion, they were really handing things off to outside advisors and not taking the time to do it themselves. Um, so, so certainly, with this ruling on the books, they're going to have to examine their processes. Um, but yeah, if, if you if you follow what's said in this case, it, it really seems like there's a lot of room for improvement. Our own Bloomberg's Jacqueline Willie, uh, you've been so kind to take some time out and talk with us. Oh, and my final question, because you, you, you're you officially in the club now, Bloomberg <laughs> Business of Sports, I need to know your favorite NFL team on the clock. Go! It's the Chiefs. I'm from Kansas City, 100%. Uh, She's from there. Give her a break. It's, right. it's not I, a front runner there. I, I, give, I give you credit because uh, my wife loves Andy Reid as well, so... You know, I, I give it to you. Yeah. Jacqueline probably had to Thank live through you. the Todd Haley years, so uh, I do give her a you know, benefit <laughs> of the doubt there. Uh, see, I, see, I'm a uh, Lions fan, in case you didn't know, Jacqueline. But, Sorry uh, to hear that, buddy. Yeah, see, man, you know. <laughs> and that was Dan Schwartzman's last host. Yes. I'm a Jet fan. I can't talk, just oh, so you know. Oh, <laughs> you and Damien are together in this, man. Pathetic losers, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Jacqueline, as you can see, we love to have a lot of fun here. Uh, thank you so much for joining us on the Bloomberg Business of Sports. Thank you. It was fun. This has been the Bloomberg Business of Sports podcast. We explore some of the big money issues in the world of sports. I'm Michael Barr. You can follow me on Twitter at Big Bar Sports. Dan, where can they follow you on Twitter? At Dan Schwartzman. Very easy. Woohoo! And they can follow me on Twitter because I'm more important than Dan. Damian Sassauer <laughs> at D Sassauer. Uh, you can catch these podcasts every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. By the way, you can download this show wherever you get your podcasts. 
Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.